Welcome and thank you for tuning in to the 20 Vision Podcast, the show where we interview 20-somethings to see how they're navigating the defining decade. I'm your host, Colin McQuillan. Just want to start off, guys, by saying thank you so much for the support on the first few episodes. It's, uh, it's quite overwhelming for me to hear your comments and your feedback and see that people are actually enjoying the show. So that was my, my goal, that you could all get something from this. And it seems like that's been the case so far, and I know um, that we'll carry on doing that. But this episode, I'm really excited for the conversation we're about to have. Uh, our guest is fantastic, one of my favorite people. She is a surprise post-grad neighbor, uh, a risk taker, and fellow 75 hard veteran. And I am so happy to welcome Joanna Kubiak to the podcast. Thanks so much, Joanna. Oh my God, what a nice intro. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. Oh, okay. Thank you. I'm grinning from ear to ear. I'm oh, really goodness. excited to be here. Yeah. Thanks for joining. Um, I think I have to touch on like the surprise post-grad neighbor story <laughs> because that's like, I think very integral to this, uh, to us being 75 hard veterans together as well. Um, so how I remember at least was you know, my roommates and I were going to move into this like apartment we're in right now. And we move in. And I think after like a week, you'd posted some update on 75 hard. We were, we were all like a couple weeks into it. And I was like, I said to John, I was like, is that like, like, why does this place look so familiar? Like, that's kind of weird, but like, I don't know. Like I can see in Joanna's story, like that looks like our parking lot. <laughs> it was, it was the parking lot. And oh my God. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. And I remember sitting there and then I think we bumped into you. Like, I don't even remember where, where we saw you or I might've said like, this is super weird, but like, <laughs> I think I saw my car in the background. Of yeah. Your, of yeah. Your I definitely video. drove by you running a few times and was like, hi, Colin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that was definitely the, uh, the beginning of it. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I had posted something about 75 hard. Um, I know we want to dive into that, but at the beginning of my 75 hard, I had no intention of posting it on social media. Mm -hmm. I kind of wanted it to be something for myself of course. Um, and kind of go dark, but I mean, you know how it is. I kind of got really excited about <laughs> potentially, you know, having kind of this community of people that are also trying to better themselves. And so I started posting. Yeah. And I'm glad I did because I would have not realized otherwise. Um, I mean, I know you guys were posting, um, your progress, which was so cool. So yeah. And then we found out we lived right next door to each other, same <laughs> apartment complex and both doing 75. That that's the craziest part is that we we're sure. doing it. Like, I think you guys had to have started, was it like a week before or a week after me or something? Like I think that? we started a couple days after you because okay. I was like sick. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. So we, yeah, we were definitely like a week behind you, but such a funny coincidence. Um, <laughs> I know. I know and right? yeah, and we'll, we'll dive into that more. I do want to mm -hmm. start, Joanna, you're, you've listened to the podcast. We have mm -hmm. the hard hitting questions to start off. Um, three yes. rapid fire questions. Want to hear your opinion on them. So <laughs> okay. first one, what do you think is a habit that every 20 something should kick? Oh my gosh. Oh, eating with your phone or doing kind of anything with your phone that you should be more so focusing on the task. Cause I'm so guilty of this where I try to be present um, and I just get lost in my phone. I would say probably something like that. 
I, I like that <laughs> a lot. That's a great answer. I, I don't know what I would have said for it, but that's a really good one. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Next one. Greatest drink that's not water for recovering after a night of going out. Oh my gosh. I can't go wrong with like an iced coffee from Dunks. I feel like that's the best thing. That and like a, a bagel, a, yeah, a sausage, egg and cheese. I'm going the food route. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would say like an iced coffee from Dunks. Um, Cause I don't really drink anything else other than like coffee, water and alcohol. And you took both of uh, water and alcohol out of that, so I took coffee. <laughs> there we go. There we go. And then, what's a podcast that everyone should be listening to? <laughs> Other than this one, <laughs> <laughs> without the intent um, of me just plugging this. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> this one. Uh, but I really, I, I love Call Her Daddy. I loved her single father era. I don't know if you've listened to her at all, but she is. She has taken me through some hard times and really made me feel like just made me laugh. So yeah, mm -hmm. she's a great time. Um, so I'd say call her daddy. You're <laughs> you're sure. putting me on the spot with that one, Joe. But I have uh, <laughs> I have listened to Father Cooper before, so we'll, we'll leave it at yes. that. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, I love it. We're gonna get. We're. I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's start, Joe, with with seventy five hard. So to give everyone, sure. you know, the preface of it. Um, challenge was started by Andy Frisella. There's a book on it. There's a website. Andy Frisella owns First Form, which is like a supplement and athletic company. Um, the challenge is pretty simple. For 75 days, you're to do the following tasks, and that's two 45-minute workouts. One is outside. You're supposed to drink a gallon of water a day, read 10 pages of a book, um, a nonfiction book, take a progress photo. There's no alcohol or cheat meals. And you're supposed to follow a diet of your choosing. So I think the question Ooh. right off the bat is, um, well, first off, what an accomplishment for completing it. It's super impressive that, um, you know, you were able to go through the full 75 days. But what's, what's the why behind it? And can you, like, tell us what your, your day looked like right off the bat? Because that's such an adjustment to have to do all those things. Absolutely. Well, first of all, congrats to you for doing the – the exact same thing. So go <laughs> us. Um, okay. My why, uh, I kind of started 75 hard. First of all, I had never heard of Andy Frazella. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't really know much about it. I saw it during quarantine on a TikTok, and me being my competitive self. Um, I thought, Hey, I should so do this. I could do this. Um, and kind of didn't think about it, dropped it. Um, time went on and 2020 ended and I decided Thanksgiving of 2020 that this was something that I wanted to do because I had seen a girl that I used to work with do it and instantly was like oh my god if she can do it I gotta at least give this a go and see if I can accomplish it um so my why going into 2021 was just to do something for myself um focus completely on myself and and in turn kind of start feeling better I was kind of in a a dark place. Um, you know, 2020 was really heavy for all of us. Um, and so, yeah, I really needed something to look forward to something to, to make me feel like I was in control. Um, and so that was really my why my day to day <laughs> looked like waking up. Oh, I bought like a journal, a fitness journal. I still have it. 
that I sometimes wrote in, but sometimes forgot to, because it was just, once I got into the routine, it was pretty, uh, pretty, pretty simple to, to follow my tasks, but I would wake up, start reading and start drinking water immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I would go downstairs. I would have the same thing for breakfast. Pretty much. I'm sorry if you can hear my dog sneezing (laughs) in the background. (laughs) <laughs> he sneezed like five times. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> so cute. Our first multi-guest episode. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I would instantly have my oatmeal every day for breakfast. I would go back to, oh, and I would have like a cup of black coffee. And then when I started it, we weren't back in school yet. I was doing, I was in my senior year of college at the time. Um, so I kind of had nothing to do all day for the first, I'd say almost month of it, which was really great because I could focus solely on 75 hard and working out twice a day. So yeah, I would just wake up, read, drink water, gym outside. And mind you, it was snowing at this time. And you, mm-hmm. you know that. Yeah. So it was cold yeah. out. So I had a whole routine of every layer I would layer myself up like crazy it was bad because once I started sweating I was like oh my god and I would take everything off and run with it um but yeah so first month really dedicated to it once school started it was really just go time because I also bartended so that meant that yeah so I was up late 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 um probably going home, going to bed around 3 a.m. on some nights and still having to do 75 hard, no breaks, even on weekends. So it was definitely really busy, but I had to stay on top of it. Um, And so I feel like that sums up my day um, without getting into the nitty gritty of every single thing that I did. But, and I know you can relate to this, peeing a lot. Yeah. A lot of water, a lot lot of water, yeah. (laughs) So that, my boss at work was like, can you stop going to the bathroom? I was like, no, sorry, (laughs) can't. (laughs) Definitely, yeah, the, that was not a, I mean, it helped for me working from home at least that I could uh, take care of that on my my own clock without (laughs) having to take a break at work. Um, (laughs) So you had for sure an extra layer than I think most people because you were doing school and working. Um, and for, I've, I've never talked to anyone who's done 75 hard that said like, it was just a cakewalk the whole time. So like, Oh <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, when, when things got difficult, like what was your, what were you telling yourself? Like, okay, I just got up. I worked out already. I kind of got what I, needed to do with my day done. I did class, all that stuff. I worked out again. And now I've got to like go to work till 3 a.m. <laughs> like <laughs> what, what did you tell yourself on those days where you were like, I might just like, I don't know. Did you ever get to the point where you felt like maybe today's the day where I just like cut it short? Like what, what did you tell yeah. yourself? Uh, well, first of all, sorry I interrupted you, but you can tell my instant passion when you said walk like a piece of cake. And I was like, oh, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I honestly, I didn't see not doing what I needed to do as an option mm-hmm. because then I would know that I failed. And like every day it was like, well, you got this far and you did all of this this far. Why stop now? I don't know. It just it never really became an option, but there was some days that there was just utter panic. Um, if I mm-hmm. would have to wake up, um, 
workout class do everything and then have to go to work because then I had to really focus in on those days and um, make sure I got everything done before I went to work and I actually wrote out like by the minute uh, on on those days um, once I started working and I knew my set days and my classes and everything I wrote everything out of like wake up for 15 minutes read or whatever and I laminated it <laughs> and I stuck it yeah. inside of my planner and every single day I followed that schedule it was so specific and you know some days I could tweak it a little bit but that's kind of how I stayed on top of it is I really had to be organized and that was the first thing that I said to anybody who considered it or came to me and asked about questions I said just get organized because that's really half the battle is mm -hmm. preparing yourself to succeed um you know if you don't have the timing and everything figured out you're I mean it's so much easier to just kind of say oh I won't do it today I'll do it tomorrow you know definitely yeah Definitely. I think that's like, I like that you just like laminated it. You had it there every day. This is what I need to do. Like I ordered lamination paper off of Amazon for that. Yeah. It was the <laughs> most excited I had been in a while. <laughs> I was Extra so excited. Effort. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's great. And I think like another piece of that on those like difficult days is it makes the end sweeter like when you hit day 75 it's like the greatest thing in the world like i stayed up till midnight to eat a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch it was like incredible um did you like having gotten through the whole thing like i guess two-prong question what did you feel like was your biggest takeaway overall and then next to that like we all kind of have something we're looking for when we're doing 75 hard. Like I had in my head, like, this is what I'm hoping the outcome for me is on day mm -hmm. 75. Like, did you feel like you found what you were looking for? Um, my biggest takeaway was definitely, I learned who really wanted me to succeed. Um, mm -hmm. I was really lucky that I had some really supportive people around me once people saw how serious I was taking, they were, they were like, oh, shoot, I was, is going for it. And that was really awesome and exciting because I, I had a really good, um, like, you know, just a good group of cheerleaders rooting for me. Yeah. Um, I also, I realized how much more mental it was than anything else. Um, and it really kicked off my appreciation or, or my my journey rather for for mental health and, and physical health um so that was that was definitely a big takeaway and then what i wanted from it was that i went into it not happy with how i looked um i've kind of always struggled with body image um and i really felt like i had been the heaviest i had been uh prior to starting 75 hard and I was also the lowest at the lowest point mentally with how I felt about myself gotcha. um going the 75 hard so again I just wanted that control and so I felt like I gained that um as well as just a better understanding of of like gym knowledge I mean I I yeah. grew up figure skating dancing cheering that's great athletic, you got to be athletic but you're not going and learning how to lift 
you know, at a gym with like weights. And that was something I, I always wanted to learn. And so being able to have really no choice but to go and spend 45 minutes at least at a gym, I had no choice but to kind of start to learn a little bit about how get how to get things done. And so that was a really big takeaway it was just some more knowledge on just, you know, going to the gym, which I thought was so beneficial for me specifically. Um, yeah, I hope that answered your question. I kind of rambled, but <laughs> no, it definitely did. And thank you for sharing that. I think, um, yeah, like it's, I think there's a handful of reasons why people do it. And, um, yeah. I was the same way. I was like, man, I, I don't love how I look right now. And mentally I was also like, man, I haven't been bummed about how I looked until like recently. So yeah. that's like, yeah, like once you kind of start to tackle that, um, I think it's like a pretty instant confidence boost when like a couple weeks go by and you're like, man, like that's some progress right there. That's pretty yeah. cool. Like I can see it. Um, so when you were 75 hard, um, this is another thing I'd love to add that I felt. Um, I started it with the goal to lose and I left it with a goal to gain. Mm -hmm. So I went into it wanting to, you know, shrink myself uh, you know, tighten up the the legs, the stomach, the arms, and I left being really enthused by the idea of my muscle growing, and that's something yeah. I had never experienced that type of feeling. So, w did you kind of have the same? Yeah, I th I think like I got to the point where I was like, okay, like I've lost some weight, and now I'm like, huh, like it's kind of just cool, like being stronger than I was before. And yes. there's definitely a, a great element of like being a slimmer version of yourself. But mm -hmm. I agree. I think like, I think like in a broader sense too, people who go in are like, I'm going to like lose weight and I'm going to like, like almost like lose my problems or like mm -hmm. lose like the way I'm thinking about myself. And like, you almost change it up to like, you want to like attack those things. It's not like yeah. losing them. It's like, oh, they're just going to go away because they're not like you're going to mm -hmm. learn to um, handle them better and deal with it better um, and just be more confident in yourself in the process. And I think like Absolutely. that's a really good point when you say, you know, you had the mentality to lose and then that just flips by the end because I think I was definitely in the same in the same boat. Yeah. And, and watching those numbers go up with like reps and weight, that is such a rewarding feeling because you can literally see that you are getting stronger. And that is so much more important than, you know, a number on a scale or whatever. But yeah, that that's awesome. Yeah. Good, good for you. Good for us. Good for us, for sure. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think, um, I think too, it's, you realize it's about being healthy. Mm -hmm. And I think there is that stigma sometimes of like, you just have to like lose as much weight as possible and then you're going to be healthy. But that's not always the case. You know, that's different for everyone. That's something that each individual has to, has to gauge differently. But um, right. I think that was a change that I saw that um, it sounds like you saw that John saw while he was doing it. Cause he yeah. did it at the same time as us. Like, I think we were all kind of in the same boat. So mm -hmm. um, that's exciting to, to realize too. Yeah. You know? Oh, it so is. Yeah. Such Absolutely. a big mentality shift. But mm -hmm. what would you say 
there's a lot of reasons why people don't want to do this challenge, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> one being the fact that it's just 75 days for people our age, um, for 20 somethings, there's mm-hmm. the, you know, no alcohol. I think you worry about a social aspect being lost, um, you know, sticking to a diet. I think that also adds to a social aspect, but mm-hmm. food's good. So it kind of sucks when you can't have pizza or something that you want. Um, even just the two workouts, whether the intimidating factor of that is time or um, you've never gone to the gym before and you don't really know where to start. Like, what would you say is like a piece of advice you have for people who like want to make that change? And maybe it's not 75 hard. Maybe it's just like, I'm going to cut out, you know, alcohol for a couple weeks. Or I'm going to cut out cheat mm-hmm. meals or I'm just going to go to the gym for the first time, like, what would you say is a piece of advice you have for people to just like, get after it? The hardest part is just starting is getting into your car and, and, you know, leaving the house or whatever that might be. It's just kind of jumping off the bridge. Mm -hmm. That is the hardest part. And then once you're, you're in it, you're in it. You know what I mean? Like, there's like this quote and I'm so going to butcher it, but it pretty much says that it only takes three seconds of courage to change your whole life or something along those lines. And I agree. I mean, it's, it's finally having that moment of like, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. So just do it. Like, and if you don't like whatever it is you're trying to implement or, or work on or do switch it up and find a different way to get that, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody's got their own way of, of achieving their goals, whether that's fitness or, or cutting out alcohol or whatever that might be, moderation, um, don't beat yourself up. I mean, I know 75 hard was really strict and I don't know about you, but when I introduced the normal food that I eat or, or even alcohol back into my system, it was hard because oh yeah, 75 hard is not sustainable. And that's something that I don't think people talk about is that mm-hmm. it's, it the, is the aftermath, which I would love to get into, but, but yeah. No, let's, let's tackle that. I think that's super important. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, um, I had m- mentioned before, like, Oh, like stayed up till midnight and had like two bowls of cinnamon toast crunch. And I probably had like a couple bud lights. Cause I was like, haven't had this in a while. And I remember waking up in the middle of the night feeling so sick yeah. and just being like, Oh my God, like this is <laughs> awful. Like, tell me like your thoughts on that, because from what you just said, it, you have an mm-hmm. interesting perspective on it. Yeah. So I actually, I think I finished 75 hard on a Friday and that Saturday, the next day I went out with my friends into Boston, uh, got drinks and I housed an entire plate of nachos. Like it was amazing. And naturally the next day, it wasn't even that I was like crazy hungover. I was I was throwing up. My body said, absolutely not. I don't know what this is. We have not seen any of this in three months. This is Mm -hmm. gross. Get it out. And that's when I kind of realized, oh my God, wait a second. Like this is going to have to be a little bit of a process of introducing these, these things that my body feels are toxic right now, Mm -hmm. um, like alcohol and, and whatnot, but going towards more of like the mental, um, when you get hard you have this like strict daily routine and control and reason to do the 
quote, good thing that, you know, go to the gym, whatever. Mm-hmm. Once you're off of 75 hard, it's like, you're suddenly a kid going to college for the first time that had really strict parents and you have the, fr- <laughs> you're, you know, you're able to just let loose for the first time. And that's how I felt. I, I felt like I didn't have that excuse to, to eat healthy anymore. So I kind of, you know, I had a little, little ice cream here or a little, little chips here. And, and suddenly your body is like, whoa, where is all this coming from? And that's kind of, that was my experience is that I was, I started to realize that, okay, this is now going to be a new mental and a new physical uh, that I have to approach things and, and be sensitive to the fact that I just spent 75 days much cutting out. I, I did not eat any oil. Everything was air fried. I had no alcohol, obviously. Mm-hmm. It was it was really, really strict. Um, I mean, it worked. I lost 10 pounds and definitely looked different. But was it sustainable? And was I going to stay looking like that? Um, three months later, no, maybe like four months, five months. I don't even know what month it is. Later, I do not look like how I looked when I finished five hard. Um, and that was a tough pill for me to swallow that I had to kind of I just spent three months figuring out this routine and and whatnot. And now I have to kind of do it again and figure it out to my new life, which consists of me graduating, moving out of my apartment that we lived the same one Mm -hmm. and not only moving out of my parents, but now moving across the country and I'm starting a brand new job and, (laughs) and, and all of these things. So it was, it was, it was a lot. (laughs) So (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I felt everything. Absolutely. Um, I think that is like a perfect way to describe it because I think a standard that like a lot of people have too, or when they look at people who are like in insane shape, like mm. look at any like, you know, these fitness influencers, stuff like that. Like a lot of them cut down hard for a couple months and then they gain some weight back. And it's like, it is difficult pill to swallow like right after the fact that it's like oh my gosh like I have to get accustomed to like like eating a slice of pizza if I want to and I think I guess the biggest thing I took away from that part was it's like this is the importance of moderation you know like Mm -hmm. it's good to have these things sometimes like it's good to have a slice of pizza for yourself or you know go out with your friends and get a drink but you also see the benefit too of like, wow, if I just like eat healthy, I feel like really good and I go to the gym, but it's also probably not sustainable for a really long time to do two workouts a day and eat really strict. So I, yeah, I I completely (laughs) (laughs) agree with that. I think it's such an interesting um, change of pace. It's like, it's just a shock. It really is for your mental and physical. Absolutely. A hundred percent. So Let's switch gears a little bit because you just brought it up, your big move. I think this is another um, interesting piece and people will take a lot from this is mm-hmm. like you went from one big leap and big risk of like, I'm going to do 75 hard to another big leap and big risk that I think is <laughs> even like, I know plenty of people who have said like, oh, I've thought about doing 75 hard or like, tell me about it. I'm kind of interested. I know way more people who are like, I just want to leave like where I am right now and move somewhere completely different. Um, Can you tell us about that move? Like, tell us where you are now. um, And like, what was kind of behind that move and how you were able to handle it? Because that's super (laughs) stressful. (laughs) Yeah. um, 
So I was right outside of Boston, Massachusetts, um, and I moved. It's been probably a month and a half now. I am in Austin, Texas. So I (laughs) quite literally packed my life up in a car with my best friend of 20 years, and she drove with me from Boston to Austin, and she helped me move in and flew out of here in a couple days. Um, So... Yeah, it was a crazy move. It was kind of, I if if you told me that um, even in January when I was starting seventy five hard that I was about to leave home and move somewhere else, I would have loved. I had no intention. It was kind of completely by accident, and I always say it was just the stars aligning for me, um, mm-hmm. which I'm so so lucky. Pretty much the story goes that um, I had been long distance with someone uh, for a little bit. Um, and we he's from Oklahoma City and I'm from Massachusetts, uh, right outside Boston. And we kind of wanted to meet somewhere. He had wanted to move to Austin. I had always wanted to graduate and fly away um, <laughs> my mo- <laughs> or drive away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, my mom was actually not surprised at all when I told her that I wanted to go. Um, because she said that this is something that you've been saying to me since day one of freshman year of college, that when I graduate, I'm flying away for a little bit. Whoever knows how long that'll be, I got to go. And so my parents were really accepting and excited and all my friends were super excited and accepting. And, 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 you know, so I felt so supportive, supported in it. And I was so surprised that everybody was like, go get out, like live. Makes it so much Um, easier. I'm sure too, when everyone around you is like, yes, like that is fantastic. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, both my parents immigrated here from Poland. Um, my father was like 14, 15 and my mom was 24. So they both understood the idea and what it feels like to live away from home. Um, that obviously didn't make it any easier saying goodbye to my mom and dad. Um, but I felt like this was the perfect timing my brother's currently deployed he's been there since last march um so he actually left right before i finished 75 hard so he was able to see like kind of the whole thing Mm -hmm. um so yeah i thought you know might as well go now um nothing's really holding me back i have this amazing thing with this amazing guy i'm really excited so we said let's you know let's do austin and here i am um, and funny enough, like five of the girls from my internship from last summer also moved down here. So it was just crazy. I'd already come in here with, you know, a group of five gals and then I hopped on Bumble BFF and we all matched with each other's friends. And it was just this amazing array of, of, of good vibes, good people, um, good energy. And so I haven't come down from my high yet um and I hope that I don't but it's definitely it's definitely been such a beautiful move um and that's kind of the the kind of how it happened um it was not hard to for me to convince myself that I need to move somewhere and and Austin felt like such a great city and here I am (laughs) so yeah there it is (laughs) that's that's exciting and like I, I know we had talked before and I'm really happy for you too that you got this move. It sounded like it's what you wanted. To, clearly, it's what you wanted mm-hmm. to do. Um, I think too, like it goes back to what you said 
for 75 hard, it's like sometimes you just have to do something and it takes that like three seconds and maybe this three seconds was super easy <laughs> for you. It sounds like too, but um, you know, do you, do you really feel like it's one of those things where you can't time it out? Like sometimes you just got to go and um, you know, I'm a big believer and everything happens for a reason and like it works out well and it sounds like things have worked out really well for you yes would you say that that's the case like if someone is listening to this and they're like I kind of need a change I have to do something different um what's like moving is an option for me like do you think it's just uh okay like now's the time same thing gotta make a choice um yeah I obviously I can't give myself, you know, all the credit that I did this crazy move all alone. I had such a great support system. Mm -hmm. I have my boyfriend here now that, you know, we moved in together. Um, And so, but I, again, yeah, I would have never, ever thought that I was here. And it really is just everything happens reason type of situation. Um, and it all happened for me from just the people that I met, the connections that I made, the, you know, I was in the right place at the time and the moment felt right. And I just did it. I'm sorry. I, what was like the question specifically? No, yeah. Just like, do you think it's one of those situations where, like you said, for 75 hard, like you just have to do yeah. it sometimes. Absolutely. And if anybody's listening to this and needs somebody to talk to about it or just a friend and wants to any <laughs> advice or is scared, like, please DM me at Joanna One Maria on Instagram. I would love to, to be your friend and just help you because sometimes you just need someone to like kick you and just be like, go do it. Of course. And, and I really needed the support system that I had. My parents, um, my friends, you know, everybody that, you know, my boyfriend, we were, it, it was, it was a team effort. I can't give myself all the credit that I did this crazy thing all by myself because it really is also just the people you surround yourself with. Um, and I haven't felt alone at all during this. So, so yeah. But if you do feel alone and it's something you want to do, I encourage that even more because you have, you know, you have it harder and, and that's going to feel that much more rewarding when you just go and do it and just, just live your life. I mean, why not? <laughs> definitely no that is like great advice I think some sometimes it's like you don't think about the the feeling after the fact once you've done it that it's like wow yeah. I did that like I stepped out of my comfort zone I did something that not everyone wants to do or is able to do mm-hmm. so I think that um why we don't take big risks sometimes is because they one they scare us and two they usually result in, in change or transition. And when you have a transition, that means there's always first an ending of something else. And endings suck. Nobody likes endings. I hate, I, you know, the idea of leaving, that was hard. Cool. But every transition has an ending, a middle confused part, and then a beginning of something new. And it's getting through that ending of your living or whatever it is, being kind of lost and confused and being like, I don't know how I'm gonna make this work. But then you don't even know what's waiting on the other side. That beautiful beginning you are holding yourself away from because because you're scared of an ending. But that's life. And and that's really, I think, sometimes what, what scares us from doing these things. And like, you know what? You're going to be, well, I'm going to be 23 soon. In five years, I'm going to be 
a 28. So I'm going to be 28, whether I stay where I was or whether I'm here, like you can't stop time. So you might as well just ride the wave of time and do your thing. Because if not, like you're just going to be five years down the road, stuck where you are and nothing's changed. Or you could be five years down the road and say, Hey, look at all this experience I have on my belt now, because I freaking did it. I went out and I did that. It was scary, but hell yeah, I did it. You know, I'm getting preachy, but like, I really, no, I just, this is awesome. I want people <laughs> to experience what I've been able to experience this just high on life, this, this excitement. I have sat and cried, gotten emotional over how inspired I've been feeling. And that is the greatest reason to cry when mm -hmm. you're just like, oh my God, I have all this in front of me and I don't know what, you know, what bowl to reach in and take out of because of all the opportunity. I don't know. It's just you don't know what you got until you just put yourself out there and, and just do it. Just do it. That's it. I, can't, I, I will said. get. <laughs> no, I, I think Joe, like I, someone had reached out um, last week and they said they mm -hmm. appreciated the podcast because it's like, like, like we're both normal people. You know, oh, like absolutely. we're, we're just like doing our thing. We're trying to figure it out. Um, that's been the case with everyone I've had on. And I think that like what you were just saying is like why I like wanted to do this. It's like, mm -hmm. you're so passionate about that. And like, yeah, I think so many people are going to listen to that and say like, wow, like I am going to feel inspired to go do whatever it is that I want to do, whether it's a move or, you know, looking for a different job or, mm -hmm. you know, asking someone out, like whatever it is, like taking that risk and that leap. I think like what you just said is like, you don't know what's to come. It's waiting like, on the other side. Yeah. It could be freaking awesome. It so, really could. It really could. And you never know. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Joe, this has been like great. I think we've had such a good discussion. <laughs> I have one last question for you. I end every podcast with this question um and maybe it's just like what you were saying and and that could be the case but what's what's the best lesson you've learned or a piece of advice so far in your 20s i would say that no matter where you go in life you're not going to find happiness externally if you can't find it internally um, you can't find happiness on a boat, on a lake, you know, rich and famous and a nice car, whatever, if you can't find happiness in pouring yourself a cup of coffee in the morning. Um, and that's something that I've had to realize is that, you know, chase that feeling inside and not outside and have that peace of mind. Um, I think that that's kind of like the, the secret to life is is having peace of mind and, and being okay inside. And that's still something that I'm working on. I'm not sitting here saying that I got that covered because absolutely not, you know? And if you meet anybody that does, please send them my way. I want to <laughs> ask them a ton of questions. Sauce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but just live life for the little moments because one day you're going to blink and it's all going to pass by you. And you're going to wish that you were more present and loving and, and just leading with love and, and all of the above. And I didn't mean to rhyme, but running out of time. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was so cringy, but I'm glad I did it. 
I'm glad you did too. That's a perfect way to end it. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) Joanna, such a pleasure having you on. Thank you so much. Um, I know you you quickly plugged your Instagram, but plug it one more time where people can find you on social media. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Um, So it's Joanna, the number one, and then Maria. And I really only use Instagram, no Twitter, no Snapchat, just that. So there we go. That's where you can find Joanna. And you can find the podcast on Instagram at 20 vision pod. That is two zero and then vision pod all together. I'd love if you gave it a follow. I post all the updates for the episodes on there. Um, again, thank you all for listening, Joanna. It's been such a pleasure. Um, and I look forward to bringing you a new episode of the 20 vision podcast next week. Thank you for having me.